Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. We are glad to have you with us at Monterey Mexican Grill. Once again, our second time out here in I mean, it's practically overflowing tonight, Dean. Yeah, it's great to see the Mishawaka crowd coming out, and we'd like to invite all caveman fans to come out every Monday night. It's right before Monday Night Football. They've got great food. We're talking Mishawaka sports, and you might even be able to meet a coach or two here. Yeah, no kidding. And, I mean, we've got, I mean, we've got a full house tonight. We've got Keith Kinder sitting right in front of us. We're going to talk to him in just a second. We've got a couple offensive linemen, Sam Reisky and Eric they're, they're figuring out what they're going to have for dinner after a little mental Monday, from what I understand. So then uh, we've got the offensive coordinator, Kyle Shaw, and we've also got the new strength coach, coach Michael Surgeon. So we've got a little bit of everybody tonight. Yeah, we do. we're going to talk some football. We'll talk some track and, and, and that new strength and conditioning coordinator. You're going to want to hear from him. Came from the University of Tennessee, and he's, he's going to take us to a new level all the way around for all of our sports. Absolutely, and I mean, I think you can. Uh, there, there he is. He's he's blushing over there in the corner right now. He's caveman maroon over there right now. So, but uh, we're looking forward to talking to him. And well, since we're on that subject, as uh, Keith Kinder joins us, first of all, congratulations on another big road victory. Thanks a lot. It was a it was a great team win. Um, by the way, I'm in the middle of the burrito Monterey right now. It is fantastic. Um, that's what I told our guys to get. But uh, no, it was a great team Write win. Write that down for yeah, next week. It, it was a great team win. Super proud of the way we played. I thought we, we played close to a flawless game offensively and then, you know, forced some key turnovers um, in both the first half and the second half. I got to ask you, speaking of the offensive game, maybe I'll, I'll talk to Kyle Shaw about this too. Okay. Hook and ladder, hook and lateral. Which, which, what do we call it? Um, what or do we have a special name for that we, play? We call it gator. Gator. Okay. But when the kids call it hook and ladder, I correct them and say it's a hook and lateral. Hook and lateral. Okay. But <laughs> most people call it the hook and ladder. How how long had you guys been? thinking about that uh well on sunday uh in our staff meeting we decided it was going to be the first play if the ball was in the middle of the field or the left hash and well they just happened to kick it you know to the other side so right. we had the ball on the right hash so we actually called the play to get over get it over there and, and kyle can talk more about that but the thing that we okay. decided was we wanted to we wanted to keep them off balance and keep them guessing all night and, and, and we thought that kind of set the tone for us Coach, you knew every possession was going to be big in this game, and you score on the first three possessions on their field. It had to have been a great confidence boost, not only for your kids, but the coaching staff to say, you know what, our offensive line, they're moving these kids. We can do a little bit more maybe creative than we want to. Yeah, uh, I, I won't say it too often, and, and especially in front of those guys, but it's as good an offensive line as we've had good. at this point since I've been around Mishawaka. They, they are... They know what we're trying to accomplish offensively. They are extremely physical. They play low. They play fast. 
um, and they're a huge reason for the success that we're having offensively, and so it's nice that they're going to get some recognition this evening because yeah. offensive linemen typically don't. <laughs> That's right. Well, and you and I don't talk about this. It hasn't been discussed in the office, but it's out there. It's been on social media. Mishawaka Caveman ranked number one in Class 4A. Do you talk to your team at all about that, or is it just business as usual? We've got Elkhart Central coming, and they want to take something away from us. Yeah, we haven't mentioned the rankings at all. In fact, I didn't know we were ranked number one. Um, I think that it's it's a neat recognition for the school. People are talking about Mishawaka, uh, of course, uh, and, and that's a nice thing. But we haven't talked about it with the kids. Um, you know, our kids are starting to think a little bit big picture and, and starting to think about or dream about, you know, the possibilities. And I told them, hey, you know, it's it's fine to have those dreams. It's, it's fine to think about that stuff. But if you don't focus on getting better every single day, then none of that stuff's going to matter. And I loved what he talked about earlier this, uh, not just this week, but earlier this month. South Bend Adams is a conference championship game. New Prairie's a yeah. conference championship game. Every week, it's a huge game, and it is, especially this week. Well, in a way, this uh, NIC North is shaped up. I mean, just going into this past weekend, it, it, when, you, when you looked at, at Penn and Elkhart Central and you guys and, and even Adams, I mean, there were some teams with some pretty good records and, and still are in that division right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I told our guys today at practice, and I, and I mean this 100%, that I, I think that this is as good as the NIC has been in a really long time from top to bottom. There's, there are no bad football teams, uh, especially in our division. Yeah. Um, Central is as good as I've ever seen them. I think St. Joe is, is really good this year. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if, if you know, I'd hate I love to... I St. Joe out, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, to, to see, you know, some other surprising games happen over the course of the next few weeks. Hopefully we're not involved in those. Hopefully we can keep taking care of our business. And you know, like I told him, last Friday's win was a great win, but it really doesn't mean much if we lay an egg this Friday. we got to keep getting better every week and keep producing on Friday nights. Yeah, Coach, I know you have your family here and you want to get back to them, but we're going to talk to the offensive coordinator. We're going to talk to a couple of offensive linemen. Give you a chance to brag about your defense. I mean, two weeks in a row, we come up with some turnovers, and it was really huge. And you brought it up that they got an onside kick, and we got a stop. That was big. Yeah, you know, and uh, the thing that turnovers don't happen by accident. Okay, it's it, it. You know, it's easy for people to say, well, yeah, if they hadn't turned the ball over, maybe this, that, or the other. Uh, we forced turnovers okay we forced the first one you know we collisioned that back and forced a fumble maybe the second one was yeah, and that was, was exactly what cj fault. fisher said yeah. he said Derek dawson got in there and yeah. he gave credit right away so yeah our, our defense has stepped up in the most important times in games i thought that that stop that you were talking about right at the beginning of the half after the onside kick was huge and then the interception at the end of the game obviously you know nursing a six-point lead um couldn't be more happy for our defense um our defense Kind of took it on the chin a lot last year, and, and a lot of people spoke negatively about them. We're playing a lot of young people. They've grown and matured, and, and they're 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 carrying their weight this year. Got to be happy that uh, one you you play four of your first five on the road, and you're sitting here at four and one, and, and three points away from even being five and zero, oh and all that yeah. craziness. A couple we, we you know we obviously touched on that a, a little bit, but now to get home and to get three games in a row and, and kind of get into a little bit of that routine has got to be great for your team too. It really is and I think the important thing when when you're playing at home is to kind of keep the main thing the main thing. There's 
distractions right. at, at home games that there aren't on the road. You know, we're going to have recognitions of certain things every single night, you know, of these next three weeks. So it's going to be important that our kids stay focused. And, meant, you know, we're going to have that pep rally at, uh, you know, Friday morning with WNDU. Like, we, we got to stay focused on the right kind of things and, and making sure that we're concentrating on winning the football games. All the other people are enjoying the the neat things that happen on a Friday night. So you won the pep rally contest, then? We did. I think. I, I, I think. That. I, here, I, I called Coach Curtis this morning because we edged Warsaw, <laughs> That's right. and I, I think Coach Curtis, I think he voted a hundred times for Mishawaka so he didn't have to wake <laughs> up early Friday morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, hey, Coach. Congratulations again on a great start. Thanks for coming out again and. Look forward to another Friday this right. week and finally back at Steel Stadium for I just a second time. All right. All right. Thanks. That's Keith Kenner, the head coach of the Mishawaka Cavemen. You know, proud of this football team, knowing last year they went over there and got manhandled by New Prairie. Right. And they could have gone over there thinking, okay, this is a t- – they walked out there with confidence. And I think the senior leadership, along with the coaching and and talking to those kids that you need to go over there and believe in yourselves. Don't worry about what New Prairie is going to do. And also knowing that when they were shaking hands at the end of the day – we may be playing the same team, maybe at the same spot yeah. later in the season. And, exactly. And they were humble. Uh, they were happy, and they should have been. And at the end of the day, they went back to work on Saturday morning and said, we've got work to do. This is what we can do to improve. And, yeah, we've got three home games, but that doesn't mean we win any of those games. we got to go back to work. Yep. All uh, tough games. I mean, you got Elkhart Central, which just lost a close one. you got St. Joe, and you got Marion. Those are the home games, so... No pushovers by any means. No, not at <laughs> all. And and there's a lot of things going on uh, with our athletic program right now. We're going to have the MFL flag football kids out there. 170 kids are going to be coming out and being introduced at the football game on Friday night. It's going to be first responders military appreciation night. So we're going to honor some people. And also some of the firefighters are going to walk out with the captains before the game. So that's going to be great. And i got to get a plug in for Hall of Fame nominations because Uh-oh. it's that time. Every other year we do Hall of Fame nominations. Oh. So if somebody out there uh, has a Hall of Fame nominee for Mishawaka Athletics, it could be any sports, uh, just go ahead and get a hold of anybody in the athletic department. Those honorees will be named uh, in the new class coming up in 2019. All right, sounds good. I'm with Dean Huppert, the athletic director at Mishawaka, and we're at Monterey Mexican Grill with uh, Caveman Corner. And we've got a lot of guests still coming your way tonight. We've got two offensive linemen, Sam Reiske and Eric Vargo. We've got the offensive coordinator, Kyle Shaw. We've also got the new strength and conditioning coach, Michael Surgeon. So that is all still to come and on an extended caveman corner tonight because, again, don't forget, usually we, uh, I say usually, but this is only our second show of this year, but we did it last year. But we lead into Monday Night Football at 745, but tonight, since the Bears are over on Z94.3, we're going all the way till 8 o'clock. So caveman bonus. We're, we're, yeah, that's right. We're uh, we're jammed with cavemen coming up here tonight. So we'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll get to those offensive linemen just as they were getting their food to Sam Reisky and Eric Fargo. I don't know if we want to put our hand in there. We may want to see if Coach Shaw is available, right. and then we'll get to these guys we, in a few we, minutes. We might. We might want to let them eat first. So so what are the, we might just do that. That's a good That's a good call. We'll call the audible for the offensive coordinator. Coming up next with Dean Hubbard, I'm Sean Styers live at Monterey Mexican Grill. Caveman Corner on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. 
live at Monterey Mexican Grill, along with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Steyers. We're going to be talking to Mishawaka Offensive Coordinator Kyle Shaw here in just a second. But we were talking about homecoming coming up this Friday, Dean. And, and uh, obviously with homecoming, that means a lot of stuff going on. Well, we've got some homecoming events coming up, but I wanted to talk about uh, IHSAA champions together. Uh, okay. One of 41 schools who got a banner this year. And congratulations to all of our kids who work with champions together. And Sherry Kaiser helped organize this with Jerome Calderoni, our principal. And we had two presentations with all the kids in the school. And being inclusive, and, and they call it the inclusion revolution, and Mishawaka certainly did that. We're going to have senior recognitions on September 28th for the band and dance and uh, the pregame, and then we're also going to have senior recognitions for our football and cheer programs on October 5th. So a lot of things coming up, as you mentioned here, in the next couple weeks. All right. Sounds good. And glad to have Kyle Shaw, the offensive coordinator hey, of I the Cavemen, with us. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Now, I think... Uh, Coach Kinder said he had the uh, the Monterey burrito. What was what was I also had tonight? the Monterey burrito. Yeah. Yes, it was very enjoyable. <laughs> All right, I think everything that uh, I've had so far has been pretty good. But that sounds like it might be on the list next week. Yep, for sure. I suggested it to these two guys, and they took my suggestion, and uh, they seem to be enjoying it as well. All right, and those, of course, are the offensive linemen who are going to be joining us. That's here right. In just a minute. Well, from from your perspective, you've had that co offensive coordinator next to your name for the last few years prior to this season, and then. Uh, Keith Kinder becomes the head coach, and so now there's no co. It's all Kyle Shaw. So how's that been for you so far? It's been a pretty, uh, pretty good transition. Uh, losing Bart was, you know, a, an interesting thing, but uh, but Keith has taken over, and uh, he's done a really good job transitioning to be the head coach. And um, you know, offensively, we look very similar to what we have over the past few years. So there wasn't a big mix up there, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, so that's made it a lot easier. He thought it was interesting for him. Should have been sitting in my chair. <laughs> Coach Curtis walks in and says, hey, I got something to tell you. And I looked at him in the eye. I said, all right, here we go. We're going to be making a hire here. But uh, these guys have done an amazing job, not yep. only carrying on, but taking it and taking ownership of this program and these guys have said you know what coach curtis laid the foundation in this way but we're gonna we're gonna have our own traditions and our own things here and it's great to see i think one of the questions i had coming in specifically about the offense was you know you, you lose some pretty good offensive linemen including mm -hmm. faulkner who's playing at army now and you and you lost a few you had a, you, you get kind of a mix you did have some experience but you also lost some considerable guys up front so what maybe how, how concerned were you about that and, and how do you think they've done so far we were very concerned at the at the tail end of last year about what we we're going to be like up front and uh, we, we usually are every year uh, when we lose our guys that have their experience and uh, we always talk to the O-line coaches about how are we going to replace these guys. And uh, we have two tremendous offensive line coaches, J.D. Chase and Mike Buckman, and they do an outstanding job with our guys getting them ready to play. And, uh, you know, they've done an outstanding job with this group that we have this year. It's really the strength of our team. I was, uh, I was impressed the other night against New Prairie, not just that you were able to move the ball, but then all of a sudden the, these two guys have been standing on the wings all year. Uh, Taylor... 
Taylor and Snyder, it's like I'm sure they were pretty happy to uh, to be the recipient of a combined. What they have, I think it was 12 carries between them and about 100, almost 130 yards. They did, and we talked about that today during our scouting meeting for Elkhart Central. We said, you know, when you guys get the ball, you got to make teams pay because no one is game planning to take you two out of the game. <laughs> you know, they're game planning to take the ball away from Chris Harness, our fullback, and right. and as well they should. But you know, if we get the ball pitched, they really got to make defenses pay, and they did a great job of that Friday night. Coach, is it a challenge to to open the offense up at the right time? Uh, I know it was Sam Shively, Chris Harness heavy, but now you see some of the new weapons, some of the new plays, and, and that makes other teams prepare for those. It does. Uh, you know, we've thrown the ball. We've, we haven't thrown the ball a lot yet this season early on, and uh, we can throw. We do have the ability, and our kids can catch it. And you've it's got just, a guy who's uh, who's going to be a baseball pitcher in college. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Taking the snaps. And he can throw it. We're as good as we've ever been at the wideout position this year as well. Our halfbacks can catch. Um, but, you know, when you get a fullback like Chris, it's kind of hard to keep the ball out of his hands. <laughs> well, and we were, we were talking about what turned out to be the second play of the game, the hook and lateral. And, and again, another guy who I don't think had a catch this year. Does that count as a catch for Brody Robinette? It does. Okay. It counts as a seven-yard reception <laughs> and then rushing yards for Chris. So just kind of take us through what you sort of the setup of that play what you saw in the in the, the decision to, to go with that well early we on. wanted to jump on them early you know we we're coming back from a game last year where we had a bad taste in our mouth they kind of whipped us pretty good and uh, we wanted to jump on them early and we wanted to keep them off balance you know from the first play on so we we got together on Sunday and we thought how can we do that and we've been repping what we call gator uh, for the first three weeks th- three four weeks and uh, we said you know let's let's run on the first play so it didn't exactly work out that way. We wanted to get the ball in the middle of the field or on the left hash because right. we wanted to throw it right. So we had to run a lead play with Sam to the left to get it off the hash, and, and then we would run. And it seemed like, you said, getting them back on their heels. It, it seemed like that really kind of set the tone. They didn't really know what to expect. And, I mean, again, when you go to the tosses that they hadn't seen as much of, it, it you really seemed like you kept them off balance all yeah. night. That it definitely had the desired effect. I mean, we wanted to. We, we we had a big game plan to take care of their free safety. He was a really good player, and so a big part of our game plan was how are we going to block him? How are we going to get to him? And uh, we did that a lot early, and that kind of took them out of what they wanted to do to us. We didn't really talk to Coach Kinder about Elkhart Central, but this is a team that is much improved from last year, the team that we saw over at Rice Field. Some of the things that they do that Mishawaka fans are going to want to know, hey, watch out for this team. Yeah. Yeah, they're a very good team. Our conference is very strong this year, stronger than it's ever been, top to bottom. And, uh, you know, Elkhart Central will definitely be a a big challenge for us on Friday night. Uh, They've got a dangerous offense. They've got a quality defense. And uh, we're going to have to execute the game plan very well. Yeah, we're looking forward to having a big crowd out there. I know you were just at a game. uh, JV was playing out of John Young Middle School uh, for a number of reasons, but uh, playing really well when you saw them against New Prairie tonight. Yeah, they were. They were up 24 to nothing at halftime and moving the ball well. And, uh, you know, that was a little bit not expected. So, yeah, it it was awesome to see. Now, since we've got these two offensive linemen sitting over here ready to come on next, uh, Sam Reiske and Eric Vargo, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about each of those guys? Well, Sam Reiske is a returning starter. Uh, he played a lot as a junior. Uh, and Eric Vargo, this is his first chance at really playing at the varsity level. He's been a defensive lineman and an offensive lineman uh, for the past few years. And, and this is kind of his shot. And they've both been playing very well. 
And I've got to ask you about the new track. Uh, yeah. When fans come out this oh, yeah. this Friday night, uh, there's going to be a red track. And I was looking at it, Sean, and it actually looks maroon when the shadows are on it and when it gets dark. It's a beautiful track, and, and you've seen it. And as the boys' head track coach and Coach Kinder's the assistant coach there, you, you must be proud of what we're going to have this year. Oh, absolutely. That thing's gorgeous. I mean, it's kind of our pride and joy as a track program. <laughs> we haven't had a home for for about six years so uh it, it'll be just incredible to run meets on our own home facility it'll be awesome to practice on our home facility and as they were asking questions we were going to coach kovaleski and, and coach shaw and saying okay what do you think these are the lines these are the and these guys were there every step of the way so uh, an amazing job by these guys as well yep good stuff now i i, I been meaning to ask you we don't run into each other enough on thursdays we have once or twice when mm-hmm. i come over to talk to coach kinder but the, uh, the the play calling system yep. this year, that's new, correct? It is. I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't imagining things. I didn't see that it last is. year. So you guys kind of, you guys have wristbands yep. out on the field, and then you've yep. got kind of a sign that, that a player holds up. So where did it come from? How do you think that's and going I, so and far? And I love the one that says, run, Chris, run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, uh, we that's just, the number one play call right there, <laughs> it right? Is, it is. Um, we decided in the offseason that we wanted to be able to move the ball fast and we wanted to be able to go quick with some of the weapons that we had and we wanted to keep teams off balance and not let them align and, and move before the snap. And so uh, this is kind of a system that we thought of the way we could go quicker and, and kind of keep teams on their heels. And, you know, and when we didn't want to play fast, the defensive guys would have to get in their stances and stay in their stances for 20, 30 seconds. And we thought that would be advantageous for us as well. All right. So. Kyle Shaw, we appreciate you stopping by tonight. Thanks for having me. Great uh, offense that we've seen so far this year, and and uh, look forward to some more fun the rest of the season. All right. Thanks, guys. All Go right. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thank you. Kyle Shaw, the offensive coordinator of the Mishawaka Cavemen with Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Styers, Monterey Mexican Grill, and those two offensive linemen, Eric Vargo and Sam Reiske, they've polished off their burritos, and so they'll be coming up here after we take this next time out. This is Caveman Corner, a 96-1 WSBT, the sports leader. Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Steyers. Caveman Corner continues on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. We're going to be talking to Sam Reisky and Eric Vargo, a couple offensive linemen here in just a second. Dean's got his itinerary, though. Yeah, a couple sports notes here. Uh, Elkhart Central game this Friday night. We've got three home games in a row. Come out and see the new track. Next Friday night, the 28th, is going to be homecoming against St. Joe. We're also going to have senior recognition for dance and band, and then the senior recognition for these guys, and the cheerleaders will be that following on October 5th. And a a great rundown. You guys may miss it all because you're going to be in a locker room, but we're going to dedicate the track. We're going to dedicate the new football field and also the new strength and conditioning room. So I'll be talking to Tom Irons from ASA Electronics tomorrow and we're going to put a big story together for that. So that'll be one of the the biggest nights in Mishawaka football history as we have so many amazing things happening. We've still got strength and conditioning coach Michael Surgeon coming up with us here uh, in uh, just a few minutes. Now, we've got a microphone in the middle of the table. Okay, Sam is going to take it. So Sam, full name, year number position go all right my name is uh sam reisky he says all right you gotta repeat that year i am a senior number number 54 position and i'm the right guard right okay and then I'll, i'll hand that off and we'll do the same thing over here uh eric vargo senior 
Well, a number. number. 64, and I play a left tackle. Okay, so just, just so that everyone knows who to look for on Friday night when they're out there, when, when they're listening. And if you weren't a senior, you should go with 96.1 next year. <laughs> there you that go. That would be the best number to have, and Sean would call your number all the time. <laughs> That's right. So, Eric, tell me tell me something about Sam that maybe uh, a lot of people don't know. Uh, looks like a big old mean dude, but he's really a... He's a big old teddy bear. Oh, don't tell the opponents that. <laughs> well, no, on the field. On the oh, field, okay, he's pretty go. mean. On the field, he's mean. Otherwise, yeah, he's a teddy cool. bear off yeah. the field. All right. Dude, same thing. Same thing. Sam, tell us something uh, about Eric. Eric Vargo is one of the hardest workers to come through Mishawaka High School. And uh, I wear uh, one of his practice jerseys because uh, if I play as hard as him on Friday nights, what could go wrong? All right. What a great testament, yeah. That's not bad at all. Hey, talk about the bus ride coming back the other night. Uh, and New Prairie, great program, great team. I know that last year they got you guys, but it's kind of a long drive, but when you have those long drives and you win, that must have been a, a fun bus ride. Yeah, um, it was, we knew we had a big challenge going into Friday, and uh, coming out with the win was really satisfying. It's always a, a better mood on the bus on the way home, talking about what we're going to do the next night, what we got plans for the weekend, all, all that good stuff. Yeah, Eric, if you could just talk about the camaraderie that you guys have as an offensive line. I, to be able to put the numbers up you're doing, you have to gel and you have to work together. And mm-hmm. tell us about the camaraderie and where does that come from? I mean, the, the work in the off season must have been pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. It is really nice to see all that work being put together as a unit, as offensive linemen. Like, everyone calls us the crazed dogs. That's kind of what we go by. <laughs> it's an awesome name to have, and you kind of look at each other, and you know you're not really going to get any credit, but it's awesome to look to your left and your right, and you see all those guys working as hard. Hard as you, you're working together, you're fighting together. You're, I mean, you're suffering together, but you're having yeah. all this joy together, too. And when it's working well, it's almost like a symphony because your timing yeah. has to be perfect. And you guys so far have had that timing yeah. just uh, in sync. Yeah, it's kind of awesome when we come in on Saturday, look on film, and you see how all of us work together and how everything flows. Like you said, like a symphony, it kind of, kind of flows all, all together. The, uh, the offensive lineman of the week gets the milk bone award. Yeah. Right. Both of you guys got that this year? Yeah. Okay, so what does it mean to get the Milk Bone Award? To get the Milk Bone, you got to, at film, when we grade, whoever grades out the highest, they will get out. The, they will get the Milk Bone for the week, and it's kind of like an award for offensive linemen you hang above your locker, and it's kind of a recognition for, between us, we look at each other like, all right, he did, the, he did really good this week. He scored out the best. It's it's really fun, Sam. What did that mean to you when you when you got it and you saw it in your locker? Because it sits right up there. I see the pictures on your on your Twitter account. Uh, I was really surprised because uh, against the New Prairie game, I felt like I didn't have a very good second half. But as uh, we left film, Coach Chase, uh, our uh, head of offensive line coach, he continued to grade it, and I didn't get any minuses for the whole second half, which surprised me. So uh, once I found out I had uh, 95 overall, it kind of shocked me for a minute. Like. Wow, I actually had a good game. So. I'm curious, coming into this season, like, <clears throat> coaches always talk about, okay, it's it's this week and we only worry about this week. We're not worried about the entirety of the schedule. But when you see that four of your first five games are on the road and you've got all these teams like Valparaiso, Chicago Marist, New Prairie, teams that you guys, you know, I, I think in, in coaches' own words, at times got 
kind of pushed around this year. So how did you look at that and, and coming out of that where you are right now, how do you feel about it? Uh, it's it's uh, Overall, it's a great feeling. Uh, you know, they got us good last year. Just a couple of them were a couple beat downs. And uh, coming back, uh, Marist, uh, really talented team from Illinois. Uh, us going there and kind of proving that we are Mishawaka and we're here to play uh, really set the tone for our season. We know we can hang with the big boys. And then going into Valpo, our, Valpo the previous week, getting them back just like we did with New Prairie, that was a great feeling. Was was maybe Valparaiso, like when, when you guys played is I mean, because their defense especially, they had a lot of guys back on, on defense and that defensive line that you guys were going head-to-head with. When you came out of that game to win that game and to be as physical as you were against Valparaiso, is that kind of when maybe you you kind of had to uh, sort of a, a start of the feeling like, hey, this, this could uh, be something special this year? Yeah, you kind of picked up after a few games <laughs> that we kind of, like you said, we gelled together and we were looking really nice and it felt good. Knowing that you were able to get those blocks, you were able to achieve those goals, execute your assignments well on good defensive linemen when you didn't really you didn't really know how well things were going to go for the season. But after that, you kind of pieced it together that, hey, we're getting stuff done, we're working, and things are going well for us. You think about all the new things that are happening around the school, and it seems like forever ago that we got new lights. But that yeah. was just the beginning of last season when we were, oh, man, we have these new lights. But now you're coming home. There's a new track out there. And I'm really proud of these guys because we had to have the mandate that they had to take their shoes off to walk across the right. track to get to the practice field. And there was no damage done. The track is ready for this week. But to see the improvements of the football field and the lights and the track and the strength and conditioning room, mm-hmm. how proud are you to be a caveman right now and to know that this community is supporting mm-hmm. not only you but safety procedures and getting new windows on a lot of things at all the schools yeah you really respect it a lot and it's really awesome to see all that stuff come together when just last season you know you're in a weight room it's really steamy it's really hot i mean (laughs) sometimes you do you kind of walk into that weight room and you kind of miss that like that steam all that hotness that that kind of gunk but then you walk in the new, new weight room and it's awesome going in there knowing that you got top of the line equipment you go in there and it's awesome to see all well, it becomes business. I mean, at the yeah. end of the day, you guys want to take care of business, and you don't want to focus on the other things. And yeah. the coach is telling you, we got to get this workout done, and you can concentrate and do that and then push each other. Yeah. I think I think you can end up doing that. I, mm-hmm. I have to tell you one story, Sean. They had a, a workout at the beginning of the year, and we're going to have Michael Surgeon here. And I got a call from one of the neighbors, and I don't know what day <laughs> it was, but it was in the summer. But they were out there just, come on, you can do this. And, and coach was going crazy, and, and these guys were, all right, let's go. And the neighbors called called up and said, hey, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> We're trying to sleep, and I know you guys want to have a good football team, and I don't know who this guy is yelling out there, but um, he's got these guys pretty fired up, and they're riled up, and, and they did calm down a little bit, but it's hard to calm down when the coach yeah. is getting at you, right? Yeah. So we're going to have Coach Surgeon out here. Just your impressions of, of the motivator he is, because I see him on the sideline and in the weight room, and, I mean, it must be great to have somebody like that. Yeah, he always, always trying for people to get better, and – it's awesome having a guy like Coach Chase. He's great. I work with him for right. four years now, and we really flow together too. But Coach Sershin, he's a really awesome dude. Sam, I'll let you take the microphone there for a while since Eric's had it for a while. Something that I um, talked to Coach Kinder about early in the season is when you guys get up to the line of scrimmage and 
you guys as offensive linemen get down in your stance and then Sam Shively, the quarterback, he's kind of looking, he's waiting for the play clock to wind down. And I said, do you guys practice that? And he said that you do, that you guys practice staying disciplined, being down in that stance. So what is that portion of practice like doing that? And, 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 and what's that like during the game? Because, as again, I mean, you're some of the biggest guys on the field to be down in those stances for a while like that, but you've never jumped so far this year. Yeah. Um, Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't curse us or anything. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, so we do do that uh, every uh, – usually Tuesdays and Wednesdays are our work days for practice and stuff like that, and it's uh, a little more intense on the body. But it just prepares you for Friday night to where Friday nights seem like it's a breeze. You know, Sean, what I love is Sam Shively's out there, and he controls it. He, I'm Sam Shively. <laughs> and he's standing there, and he's ready. But then, boom, here we go. And, and they're jumping, and they're pushing the other guys back. But he stands there, and you guys can't see it because you're down in your stance going. But he's very cool. He's very under control. And they don't always huddle, so they have to have yeah. that communication together. And I'm sure there's a lot of communication that you guys do now just by a look or maybe by a hand signal that it's like, all right, we know what we're doing. Just because they've worked so hard on that so many times, the reps they put in, it's incredible through the four years. Absolutely. And, and what what's that... What's the feeling of satisfaction like when you talk about Sam Shively? When he comes up, gets under center, it's fourth and a yard, he gives him that hard count, and the next thing you know, you got a first down. He's done that more than once this year. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty typical for the offense that we run, the triple option. We got a lot of fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and three situations that it's comes down to the linemen. It comes down to us big guys down front where uh, if you don't win that first 18 inches with your first step, then it could be a turnover on downs and the momentum's in the other team's hands then. Before we let you guys go, Eric, if you could just talk about the defense. and the last two games, they've created turnovers. They've put you guys in good positions. And, and you always talk about the defense like, man, don't go three and out because we need some rest over here or, you know, we want to be fresh. But for you guys, you've put them in a good position, but your defense has come through huge for you. Oh, yeah, the last few games, they've been awesome with how they've handled themselves, how they work. Like the last drive when we couldn't put it in on that last, that last long drive, it was awesome to see them come out, and they knew they were cool under pressure. They knew that it was up to them to get the job done, and I think they've been doing an amazing job lately. Yeah, make a play. Just yep. make yeah. a play. They've been putting us in a great position, too. Uh, uh, last question for you. How satisfying is it when you see, when, as offensive linemen, when when Chris Harness either hits that uh, A-gap or, or maybe the, the veer, whatever it happens to be, and the next thing you know, he's 40 or 50 yards downfield heading for the end zone. Yeah, it's crazy you know, like, up front that we're blocking for him but it's just great i mean he's just gone he's got he's got a 50 yard touchdown and you're just racing down there to get in the end zone with him and just to know that he's got a hole and we can make a hole for him and he can just run straight through it it's I'm just, awesome i'm just waiting for sam one of these times to just run right next to him say come on chris just go a little faster man go a little faster i mean chris is awesome too sometimes it's not really i mean we work for him too we get but he can work for himself, too. He can break quite a few tackles, and he runs pretty hard for he us. He's got some too. strong legs. Yeah. He sure yep. does. Hey, all right, guys. Thanks for coming in tonight. I, I'm glad you uh, got your fill of burrito. And, oh, yeah. And <laughs> good luck on Friday. We'll, <laughs> Thank you. All right, take care. All right, thanks, John. Sam Reisky and Eric Vargo from the Mishawaka Offensive Line. We're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we will be joined by that strength and conditioning coach, Michael Surgeon. That's next at Monterey Mexican Grill. On Caveman Corner on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader.
We're back live. Cape Man Corner on 96.1 WSBT. Monterey Mexican Grill with Dean Hubbard, Mishwaka Athletic Director. I want to be sure and thank everyone who's come out tonight so I don't forget at the end, head coach Keith Ginter, offensive coordinator Kyle Shaw, offensive lineman Sam Reiske and Eric Vargo who were just happy to get their big burritos. And it was big burrito night because the strength coach, Michael Surgeon, came out and I said, what'd you get? And you got... The burrito, the burrito, burrito Monterey. Burrito Monterey. That was the uh, the thing to get tonight. It sounds like that might have to be my selection next week when we come. It out is here. tremendous. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks for coming in. First of all, and this is uh, sort of new to you. You spent the last how many years as uh, strength and conditioning coach at University of Tennessee? Um, been in Tennessee. I was there for the last five years. Been in Division One college football for seventeen. What's this like having? done that working with division one college athletes and and now working with high school kids i tell you what um being here at mishawaka it's been an unbelievable experience number one just a student athlete so you had the opportunity to talk with eric and sam just now you got tremendous people and these these kids are just unreal i mean you got great great attitude and how hard they work every day and you have this you know so many great people the coaches the administration and the fan base here is unbelievable going going to the events and just seeing the passion for mishawaka has been tremendous i'm trying to to pick up where are you from originally about 50 miles south of pittsburgh pittsburgh that's i was thinking someplace east but i couldn't quite peg it so the pittsburgh area yeah the pittsburgh area actually since you said that these guys always laugh they make fun of me all the time because none of them can really pinpoint my accent (laughs) everybody thinks i'm from boston we have our d lineman that thinks i'm from australia and i mean it's all over the place Oh, that 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 could be a nickname yeah. coming up here. Yeah, I mean it's I <laughs> mean <laughs> I mean it's 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 they're very entertaining. Hey, you talked to us about it, it was almost like Christmas because the new strength and conditioning room opened up, but you guys grinded and you put it together in the summer when you actually had no weight room, and it was really cool to see you and and Coach Chase working together. JD Chase has been here, and now we have double the strength and conditioning program but we also have a new room so that experience from the summer to what you're doing now how cool has that been for you and first, I, I got to talk about J.D. Chase. Uh, he and I always joke. I mean, I feel like I've known him for 20 years. Yeah. And we work great together. And this summer, it was such a great experience because the new room we have is abs- absolutely tremendous. But this summer, it it just showed what Mishawaka is all about, showed what all these kids were about. It was just, I mean, it was an, an environment. And, and you've seen it. It was and not, on Twitter. And, and, and not to cut you off, but to paint the picture, we had a cage and old equipment down on a gym floor. And these guys were just working and working as the construction workers were working up yes. above to put that room yes. together. I mean, it was very loud all summer. It was very hot in that gym. And it just created, and this is across the board with every sport, it was just a mindset. And what was awesome is they get into this new room, they appreciate it so much. They appreciate it so much, but it, it, it just, every team just bonded over the summer just because it, it was just such a unique environment. And I mean, you had you had to be able to see it with just, I mean, you had so much tradition and 
It was awesome. And Sean, just to put the philosophy that, that Coach Surgeon brought in, and actually Mr. Caldroni and from our superintendent, mm-hmm. Dr. Spiker, it was all 19 sports cheerleading. We want to get these people in the room, mm-hmm. and not just some of the strength kids, but but all these sports. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a big challenge for him to start recruiting and saying, hey, you may have never been in a weight room before, mm-hmm. but now this is strength and conditioning. We want right. you there. All right. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's all about developing a total athlete, and it's just like I always talk about I tell everybody think about you know growing up and you had a bicycle and you looked at that that wheel on the bicycle and you and you had those spokes every spoke is a component of athleticism strength power speed conditioning agility and then the key is what makes that tire go forward is nutrition and it all ties in it's all and it's it's all about being the total athlete and we're going to see every rep every set they do in a weight room but it's just about developing a mindset every day about being better is the approach different with guys this age pre-college versus when you were working with college guys one of the things is what you know with the college guys I mean, they were three, four years older. I mean, it, it, this is a younger athlete, and right. the foundation of everything is technique. We're, we're coaching great technique, and that's the foundation. And the, the weight, the intensity will come, come in time, but it's just about it's slowing you down more and really teaching the basics and being great at the basics. Doing it right as doing opposed right. to just right. <laughs> doing and, stuff. You know, and, and there's so many things out there, and it's just like I tell all our athletes, if you have questions, if the coaches, you have questions, I want you to come come in we're we're a team here i'm here to support everybody and yeah i've been in college for 17 years but i'm not coming in here like i know everything i don't we're a team i'm here to support each coach each team and help make help make them get better and we promote the University of Tennessee football program, but tell us about the other colleges you were at. I was at the University of Cincinnati for us at Tennessee. I was there for three years. Then before that, I was at Eastern Michigan University for seven years. Um, then I was, I was at the United States Military Academy for a year, and I started out at um, West Virginia University for two years. The thing that impressed me so much is he did touch a lot of the sports while he was at all these places. So it wasn't just football. So sure. coming in and talking to our athletes, he gets it. He understands that this this sport, their muscles work differently than guys right. in this sport. And we're also promoting multi, multi-sport athletes. Yeah. And so you've got to be able to condition in the offseason. And, and, and that's what's I mean, so special about this job. You have a football player going from football into basketball, then into baseball. And the same thing, you have a volleyball player going from volleyball in in the in the basketball and it's just about training a total athlete but really looking at the needs of that sport the energy systems from a conditioning standpoint and really looking at the body and what parts of the body are most prone to injury in those sports i mean with a baseball player you have to have strong forearms you have to have strong rotator cuff you have to have great power rotational power but then when you're training for football you're training for a lot more max strength but still being able to do these nope go ahead (laughs) <laughs> you know, still being able to train these other components. So let, let me ask you then. You talk about multi-sport guys, and, and we've got just about a minute here. you got Sam Shively who plays football. He's also going to play basketball, and then he's going to pitch for the baseball team. What kind of challenge does that pose for a guy like right. you when you're trying to work with him? Now you, I mean, and, and Sam's very in tune to what he in, in, in tune to his body. But now you look at the presses. I mean, we're doing a, one, a lot of one arm dumbbell work with him. One arm dumbbell presses. We work his rotator cuff every day. We work his forearms. We're still building in the components that's going to help him be that total athlete for all, all the sports. But we're still training what he needs for football. But at the same time, still helping him get better with those other sports. 
and the kid takes a pounding. I mean, he knows yep. he's going to get hit on mm-hmm. almost every play, so it's not just protecting his arm for baseball, but also just making him stronger and more steady. Michael, we appreciate you coming out tonight. It sounds like a, uh, things are going really well for you, and congratulations, and best of luck to you. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thank you. Michael Surgeon, the strength and conditioning uh, coordinator for all of Mishawaka High School. Dean, we've got about 40 seconds left. I know you got a quick list. Get the high notes before we've got to wrap things up. Yeah, we're proud of our boys' soccer team. They got a tie against Culver Military Academy and got a win last week, so that program is on the rise. Our girls' cross-country team just placed fifth out of 33, so congratulations to them. Volleyball is going to be on the road tomorrow at Bremen, and check out CavemanSports.com anytime you get a chance to. Uh, One of the best athletic websites in the state, and of course our Twitter account is at Caveman Sports. All right. Sounds good. We had a full house tonight. Yeah, that was fun. And I had a lot of people coming out to Monterey, which is great to see. Yep. Don't forget, kickoff at 7 o'clock this Friday, Steel Stadium here on 96.1 WSBT. Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 